At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. This is VSEN's Best Bets, giving you VSEN's top talent, handicappers, and guests to catch you up on what you may have missed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Best Bets here on Visa. I am Dave Ross at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Got a lot to catch up on here in the in the hour that we have today on Best Bets. Of course, if you've missed anything this morning, that's why we're here to try to get you the best of the numbers before you make those wagers. Look, up ahead on the show, the quarterback carousel is upon us here in the NFL, so we'll get to that in just a second. How about some picks tonight? College basketball, it's March Madness. Going to have some tournament picks for you today. Franchise tag day, we're talking about you, Lamar Jackson, in Baltimore. Is that going to happen? And Matt Eumann's going to give his picks for the upcoming college basketball tournaments. But without further ado, let's get to follow the money the guys were talking about Derek Carr the first domino to fall in the quarterback carousel is he an upgrade over Dalton Winston Dalton I say yes slightly Winston I'm not so sure right. the contract's crazy no matter how you slice it I also thought Michael Lombardi made a great point on the GM shuffle <laughs> you're Dennis Allen you played him he had the worst game of the season against uh, you uh, they didn't cross midfield till late in the second half how mm-hmm. bad they were so that's a, another thing about why you liked him and were in love and, and the Jets couldn't close the deal. So I'll pose you the question Ross Tucker tweeted as well. If Rodgers stays, who's the Jets quarterback? And Garoppolo goes to the Raiders. Probably Zach Wilson. Oh, God. Oh, I don't no. think that's going to happen, though. This is so juicy. And we have so much great content on this network at, uh, all, at all times, right? On this part, what you're getting right now, this platform, TV and radio, on the website, vcin.com, and on all of our podcasts, Michael Lombardi's podcast yesterday, the GM shuffle for like 12 minutes straight. I'm just like, this is, he, he never stopped talking. Oh, he's great. And as Femi so said, good. you just, uh, you just emptied the chamber. And he said, no, I got more. I got more. Yep. And so your question about Rogers Lombardi said, there is so much going on behind the scenes. He said the divorce is happening between green Bay and Rogers, uh, probably a first round pick and another pick based on how much longer Ron Rogers eventually plays. We could have a resolution on that by the end of the week. The, the, the new report is he's, they're finally talking, Rodgers and the Jets. And apparently it was, he's open to playing with the Jets now. I don't know what took so long. Why, why doesn't Green Bay just say what they want? Tell them the truth. Right. We don't want you. you. You pissed us off. We you, gave you that money. You, you skipped workouts. You didn't develop a rapport with the wide receivers. And to our point, you got hot late in the year. We could have made the playoffs. Right. So are they afraid that he's going to get – He's just going to say, okay, you're going to piss me off, then I'm going to retire. You're going to get nothing for me in return. Are they afraid of that happening? You know what this is? It's such a small, it's 100,000 people. I'm from that state. It is small town, high school sweetheart mentality. 
It's Midwest nice. That's exactly what it is. Tell him to go to hell. This guy, this does not play out like this if Rodgers had been in New York his whole career. The media would absolutely destroy the guy. They would not allow it to happen. In Green Bay, do whatever you want. You can control the entire state. And so far that's happened. Rich Eisen added this yesterday. NFL Network, he was at the Combine the entire weekend. He said the Packers hope Rodgers will not want to come back, and he heard it over and over and over again. Yep. People would not stop telling him that. They're done with him. Get out. And the other thing he said was you don't even have to ask people. Everyone volunteers and just gives it up. Like, uh, you know, it's prom night where it's, uh, oh, because you see the same people at the workouts, at the restaurants, at the bar. It's the same people. Oh, I got one for you. And it's just everyone turns into a teenage girl, and it's all gossip. Talk, talk, talk. The, the, the deeper we get into this every single year and the more people who I know and have been there, it sounds like the NFL Combine, honestly, to be there in person would be one of the juiciest weekends of the entire year. There's exactly what you said. Indianapolis is a great downtown, but it's all close. And there's only like, you know, a handful of restaurants and bars that are going to be open that late. And everybody goes to the same spot. And then everybody starts talking. Yeah. And a lot of it is truth. No, you are right. Between Lombardi. The gossip and everything coming down the last couple of days. I can't keep this is crazy. Titans are shopping Henry. Hopkins is available. Uh, the Cowboys continue to spend a re- ungodly amount of money at the running back position, like it's 1982. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Rodgers could leave. Uh, and it's it's not pretty in Baltimore. No, it's not pretty it's at not all. Pretty. Uh, and some more on this from Lombardi. He said Lamar's going to get franchise. That deadline is later on today. And this is what could happen. It could be the non-exclusive, right? Because it's very ugly between these two. And if that's the non-exclusive, this is why he added this. Polls, the GM of the Bears, came out and said that he's been offered a 2024 first, a 2025 first, and other stuff. And Lombardi said, and he's spot on, if he had that offer on the table, he would have taken it already. Because really, the Bears might not have control of the quarterback market with that number one pick. Because if the Ravens put the non-exclusive on Lamar Jackson, Paulie, I will ask you, if you're Carolina, do you then actually make the offer and sign Lamar Jackson to see if Baltimore is going to match that, giving away two first-round picks, because that's what you have to do if you sign him on the non-exclusive. Would you rather give away two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson or two to the Bears for an unknown quarterback? That's right. Not even close. I said that last week. I totally agree. That's the move. Absolutely. That's why the Ravens are playing this brilliantly. Yeah. Well, you know, I I don't know. You know, the other thing is it's ugly here about did he not, could he have played but decided not to with the contract? That's a whole nother ball game. Then you got Bateman going back and forth with uh, the front office too about what they said in the GM. So that that is a whole bad look, bad look uh, all the way around. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's you you have to do that if you're Carolina or Atlanta for that matter. I mean, going back to what we started with, the Saints have to be the favorite by default. Look, you, you got Trask, Ritter, and Corral are the other quarterbacks well, for the other three teams in the divisions. It stands now. But I think the Buccaneers are actually going to go with Trask the way it seems. Right, Falcons, probably same thing with Ritter. They could make a move, but Carolina's not going to go with Matt Corral. No. Like, that's not going to happen. And if that team, if that plays out today and the Ravens put, you know, they're not exclusive on Lamar Jackson and Carolina would, oh, my God. Carolina's a contender not only for that division, but in the NFC. That defense, the only problem is first-year head coach, I would have liked it a lot more if Wilkes would have been retained. Um, Lombardi also pointed this out, GM Shuffle podcast. The one place Lamar wants to play beyond any doubt, is Miami. Lombardi added, I know that. Mm-hmm. He wants to play in Miami. It's home. And according to Josina Anderson, NFL reporter, Miami could absolutely be in the quarterback market. They should be. One more hard hit to his career could be over. They have so, to be. That's so how they have to look they, at it. So could they actually realistically be in, be in play for Lamar Jackson? Or here's another one. Eisen said the juiciest thing that he heard was Tom Brady might not be done. Now, if that happens, and he I'm said, done with the guy. He, he, then he said, watch out for Miami. Oh, my God. Oh, so am I. I mean, I just, I'm much more interested in what happens with Rodgers than I am with Brady. But the other tidbit, late last year, Phillip Rivers reached out to the 49ers and the Dolphins about coming back. Mm-hmm. The Niners did the right thing. They went with Purdy. Sure. But how about the, why did the Dolphins not say yes to that? It was Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson. That's a great question, you Paul. Have, you have Hill and Waddle? You, you, you said no to that? That's a dangerous team. If well, you could get yeah. Phillip Rivers to come. Well, who, like, come who, on, who, Skylar Thompson. Yeah. Oh. Who knows what kind of shape he's in, though? I mean, there are so many X factors to that possibility. But I think you had kind of like 
at least have the have the discussion. I would have right? worked them out behind closed doors, bring sure. them in and have a conversation. Yeah, it also speaks to Rivers have been retired now for what two years, one year, two years. He's got nine kids. He's probably like, yeah, yeah. this is not for me. This is not fun. What, what, what was I what thinking was here? I, I need to go back. Maybe he wants to make a comeback yeah. this year somewhere. But these teams are going to be filled up at quarterback. And here's one more that Michael Lombardi said. The Rams, they're not necessarily shopping Matthew Stafford, but they would be dumb not to listen. If somebody called them and said, hey, what do you think? How's it going, everybody? Your thoughts on Matthew Stafford? They'd be like, oh, interesting. This is a, this is a new one for us. Yeah. He has a, a bonus coming up that they cannot get out of. And... They're not dumb. Rams are a pretty smart organization. They've made some dumb signings over the years. But if they could get out of that contract and move on and pick, pick up the pieces beyond that and get rid of Ramsey on top of that, okay, if the offer was there, could happen. Yep. Yep, could happen. That right. was, I mean, it, oh, this and, week alone. Well, what can, you, what can you get for Henry if you're Tennessee? Points bet put the odds up. The Dolphins are the favorite, co-favorites, along with the Bengals. Then you got the Chiefs and Bills up there. I mean, that is absolute ceiling. Could you get a second round pick? I don't know. But that's unfortunate. You have to move Brown and Henry because of the, con- the con- contract with Tannehill is so absurd. Yeah. And what he's doing. Jesus. See, see that's what happens when teams and it ha- every team does it, right? What's the rush? Why are you doing that? Right? Maybe I'd like to see Hopkins some if he could get to Dallas. I think that'd be a good fit. Well, that would be a really good fit. That then. could happen. Yeah. That's uh, a big yeah, and, and it's it's quite clear the Bears are going to trade this pick at this point. Eisen said the Bears are way down the road on this, and compensation is being worked on for the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. Let's get it done this week, right? That would be great. Get that done. I don't, I don't want, the, just for betting on the NFL draft purposes, please. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want this like week of, let's make it right now. But uh, man, oh man, things right. are really heating up. That does it happens every year now around the combine, sure. and it's a good story. I don't know what you can compare this to. That the guy was a massive bust, didn't play for years, and then has a good year and he gets rewarded. Gino, you don't think that contract's going to come back to bite him though? Three for one hundred five, fifty-two, and in, in year one, come on, how's that going to look in two years? But at least good for him. Love the conversation, gentlemen. But again, uh, kind of to Paulie's point about Geno Smith and the money there, yesterday's price is not today's price. And the price tag's been going up, up, up again. We're keeping a watchful eye on Lamar Jackson. Has till 4 p.m. Eastern, the Ravens do, to sign him to that franchise tag and or somehow make some sort of deal. We'll find out if Lamar Jackson is, in fact, going to stay in Baltimore. One other thing about Aaron Rodgers, and again, whether or not he's going to become a member of the Jets, the Packers right now in the NFC North, You can get them at plus 310 to win the division. The Lions, the Detroit Lions, are the favorites right now to win the North at plus $1.50. I would be fascinated to see what that number does if Rodgers stays in Green Bay. So are they going to turn the keys over to Jordan Love? Is Aaron Rodgers really going to come out of the darkness retreat and go to New York and play with the Jets? We're going to find out. But those are two big moving parts. And, oh, by the way, rumors in Indianapolis that Tom Brady might be coming out of retirement Again, I know, buckle up. The quarterback carousel in the NFL continues. When we come back, we're going to have some picks for the conference tournaments and some selections from Jim Root next, right here on Best Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Get in zone, auto zone. 
Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in the zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in the zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here on Best Bets, Dave Ross here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, we know March Madness Selection Sunday is coming up in just about five days, but there still is money to be made on some of the smaller tournaments that are going on this week. Jim Root joined a numbers game this morning with some of his thoughts. Five championship games tonight. Colonial Horizon, Northeast Summit, and West Coast Conference right here in Vegas with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Let's start with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Um, this is the conference that uh, the, the way the bracket is formed, they make sure as hard as they can that Gonzaga and St. Mary's will end up in it. BYU had something to say about it yesterday. Uh, Gonzaga's favored by two and a half. What do you like here? Like in Gonzaga here, uh, they've just been so good down the stretch. Uh, basically, since February 1st, they've had the best offense in the country, and it's not even close. Like, it's not even comparable. Uh, they're like 10 points per 100 possessions better than the second-best offense since February 1st. Defense still has some issues. We saw that last night against San Francisco. Don's got going from beyond the arc. Got some stuff near the rim as well. But I, I liked what Gonzaga did in the second matchup against St. Mary's. They were able to get out and transition a little bit. Their shooters have really become more potent. They're spacing the floor with Ben Gregg coming in as the stretch four off the bench. That's really tough for St. Mary's to deal with. And Gonzaga's good enough in pick and roll one V one type stuff where St. Mary's doesn't want to help off that. And Gonzaga has the individual talent to take advantage of it. So I'm leaning the Zags there breaking my heart that I'm not going to be there in time. I've got to fly out to the desert oh, coming no. up this afternoon. Oh, man. Yeah, but I'll, I'll land about halfway through that game, so I'm not going to be able to make it over there, but very, very excited for it. Okay, let me ask you specifically about the Northeast Championship. This is Merrimack versus Fairleigh Dickinson. Now, I bring this game up because, and we've talked about this in, in the last few years about Bellarmine, where they, they're ineligible. They were ineligible to make, and still are, to make the NCAA tournament, not that they're involved this year, but they were ineligible until 2025, talking about Bellarmine, because of the NCAA-mandated reclassification rules, which means you have to take four years, which is just insane. Yeah. Fairleigh Dickinson is in the same situation. Or, excuse me, Merrimack, right? Or, or Fairleigh Dickinson is in because of that rule applying in this conference as well. So Fairleigh Dickinson has nothing to play for here, right? Because um, they're in the tournament. They're, in the, they're yep. in the big dance. They've already won the Northeast Conference. So do you play Merrimack here? Has this gone too high at four points? It's gone a little too high for me. Uh, I, I I know Fairleigh Dickinson has done a little bit of the like celebration tour. Their coach has given all the interviews of, like congratulations on making the dance, et cetera. But Fairleigh Dickinson swept the two meetings between these two this year, and they set up fairly well to to play against Merrimack. Uh, Merrimack known for this weird zone that is really pressure heavy in the half court, but also keeps you out of the paint, forces turnovers. Fairleigh Dickinson has these awesome small guards that have played together for four years. They transferred from a D two school 
Uh, that's the interesting part is Merrimack's transitioning, but Fairleigh Dickinson's two best players and their coach are in their first year in D1 from D2, but they transferred rather than moving like Merrimack did. I just think the matchup for FDU is is decently playable, and I don't think they want to back into the tournament. I, I think there's still plenty of incentive to actually conquer the Warriors and, and get the, the the victory there. Merrimack. You still have to wait years. Why is it four years? Why? What, what's the justification for that? It's archaic, silly, dumb, all of the above. I can't <laughs> believe it's still like that. I think there's always an outcry whenever something like this happens. And with more and more D2 teams coming up, the outcry gets even louder. We'll see if the NCAA ever caves to the pressure. I think it should be two years. Yeah. That, that's fair to me. Four years is like, oh, you, sorry, kids, but your uh, university made a choice and you're going to have to suffer for it. Uh, you can't have yep. this experience. Uh, all right, of the remaining games, then the ones we haven't talked about, what do you like best today, Jim? Uh, I like Virginia Tech a little bit. Um, unfortunately, the spread maybe is is probably too high to get on board. Uh, one I like is is Weber State, actually, so going a little bit off the board. I'm sorry, I usually bring rotation number. I don't have that today. I apologize. Uh, but Weber State taking on Montana State is too split during the regular season. Weber has the talent to compete with them. Um, they forced 15 turnovers the first time they played and shot 65% inside the arc. I think that's sustainable again here. They've got a really talented core of both guards and then a versatile forward, Dylan Jones, that can give Montana State some problems, who admittedly uh, has been rolling lately. But out in that big sky conference, getting six points there uh, with a team that, like I said, has played with them and beaten them once. I'll go with Weber State there, plus six. Weber State plus six. Those are the ones you want to uh, focus on? Anything else? Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Looking down the board, you know, I think Northern Kentucky gets it done in the horizon. They had a heartbreaker in the tournament final last year where they were up 10 in the second half and they let Wright state come back in and end up winning on a buzzer beater, but they feel like they have solved some of their issues. Really, really impressive performance yesterday to knock off the one seed and basically control that game against Youngstown. All right, Jim Root, I'm taking note of that. Weaver State getting the six tonight. They covered last night, by the way, as two-and-a-half-point favorites. So it is a difficult time to try to navigate who's going to get into the big dance. There are teams clearly on the bubble, and a lot of these games feel like must-wins this week. Let's get back to follow the money and say, see who think they might think could burst that bubble. So right now, live at DraftKings, they only have two teams on the betting board, yes, no, to make the tournament. But they were on the board last night. And at that time, before they were pulled down, Utah State was minus $2 to get in, plus 160 on the no. Now, if they get bounced in round one of the Mountain West tournament. What's well, too high anyways? Because there's going to be bid thieves. The, the at-large yeah. pool is going to shrink. Someone is going to. You're saying, yeah, minus 2 Okay. Too high. That was on the board last night. Charleston is currently on the 12 line. They were yes, minus 160, no, plus 130. If they lose, That was yesterday? That was last yesterday. night. Right. And then, if, well, they got, they got a. They got big help. The, the one seed got out. Right. So they. But if they, if they, Paul, I got sad news for you. If they lose tonight, they're not going to make it. 30 and four. They're not going to be in. No, I think that you have to. What a joke. You need to go into March Madness expecting Charleston to not be in. Well, if yeah, they I, lose yeah. the game tonight. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I think it's a travesty though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would I agree mean, with a you. 30 and four in a decent league. Uh, we're going to take teams that go fi- under 500 in their conference and nine, nine, 10 teams from one. Who wants to see that? Well, here's how weak the bubble is again this year. Penn state is currently at 11. Their odds last night were minus 125 to make it at DK. Should Penn state be an 11s like teetering on the borderline there of being in or out Penn state's a tournament team. No, right, Nevada isn't a tournament team. Penn state isn't a tournament team. Penn state has been so, was so lucky against Maryland. Give me Charleston, get Nevada out, get Penn State out. Get, you know, get Wisconsin out, too. Well, uh, Wisconsin is currently out. That, that team is still on the board right now at DK. The yes is plus 120, the no is minus 150. They're playing in uh, one of the early games in the Big Ten because they were so bad this year in conference play. They have a double-digit seed next to their name. And if they lose in round one, which is they're, they're not making the tournament, Wisconsin will be out. It was life and death against a horrible Minnesota team on Sunday night. Yep. I would need a lot more with Arizona State, too. They have to win a couple games in the Pac-12 tournament. And that still might not be enough. And they were 2-1 to one as of yeah. last night. They're yeah. on the outside looking in. Yeah. Oklahoma State's on the outside looking in. They're pl- they were plus 125. And North Carolina is, like, way down the list right now. 
as we speak, North Carolina to make the tournament is plus 350. How many games do they have to win? They have to go to the title game. I I don't think that's your opinion. Try to think what the committee is going to do if they win two games. They have one quad one win. If they win, if they win two games in the ACC tournament, do you think that'll be enough for the committee to say they need to be in? No. Is that your heart talking or your head? Both. If you have one quad one win with all those opportunities and you can't do it, that's who you are. What if you're, North- below, you're below average? I don't care how much talent you have. You're huge. This is historic what they've done. Yeah, it's the most you losses You can't ever. reward this. You're preseason number one. You set a record for losses. Get out of here. What if they have a blowout in game one? If they have a blowout, if they win two games and one of them is a woodshed game where they win by 20 plus. I think, I think that might be good enough for them to get in. What's the path, though, too? I mean, who, who are the wins against? That's another thing. In the who, ACC who, tournament? Yeah, with the bracket, right. right. Like who, if, there, if everything goes to four, if forum holds, do it that way. If forum holds, who are they beating? That's the other way to look at it. But I just give you opportunity after opportunity, and you can't do it. That's another reason. Charleston or Carolina? Oh, a, I mean, come on. But that's not the way it'll go, though. If Charleston loses tonight and North Carolina wins two games in the ACC, the committee will look at North Carolina. Right. Well, I'm saying if you would give Charleston 13 opportunities at quad, 13 opportunities against quad one teams, yep. they have at least two of them. Absolutely love that conversation because, yes, Carolina, number one preseason, all the way now to plus 350 to just make the big dance. If that conversation proved anything, committee. Do not expand the field. We've already expanded 48 to 64. Now we got 68. It's a weak bubble. It's a weak bubble each and every year. Do not expand Jim Beheim in Syracuse to over 100 teams and water this thing down already. It's already where it's maximized. We've reached capacity. 68. That's it. We got the plan. You got the first four. We've had teams from the first four go all the way to the final four, like my alma mater, VCU. There is no need any longer to expand the NCAA tournament. I had to get that off my chest. When we come back, will Lamar Jackson still be a Raven? Getting close. Tick, tick, tick. Franchise tag. The time is running out. We'll discuss next here on Best Bets. This is VSIN's Best Bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rolling on this edition, the Tuesday edition of Best Bets here on VSIN. And again, the clock is ticking right now in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. About 90 minutes to go here before the deadline will come, where the Ravens have to place the franchise tag on Lamar Jackson if they have any desire. To keep him now, he could get another deal with somebody else. The Ravens could have the right of first refusal to keep him in Charm City. But every passing minute, it looks less and less likely that Lamar is going to come back to Baltimore. Let's go back to a numbers game and get their thoughts on the situation with Lamar. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have to figure it out by 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. And by figure it out, I mean come to deal, come to terms on a contract which they've been negotiating for 25 months. So to think that they will uh, bridge the gap in their contract negotiations today is probably a pipe stream. So if they don't do that, and it looks like they won't, the Ravens have a choice. Do you give him a uh, exclusive franchise tag or a non-exclusive franchise Mm -hmm. franchise tag? Now here's, by the way, let's go back into, in case you missed it, the only franchise tags that have been given out so far, Washington gave a, Deron Payne a franchise tag last week because in Washington, they'll be damned if they break up that defensive line. Quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> we got to have Alan Payne and Chase Young. Uh, Cowboys uh, put Tony Pollard on franchise tag and Jacksonville put tight end Evan Ingram on a franchise tag. So here's the deal with the, remember with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So week 13 against Denver. Let's go back, shall we? Week 13 against Denver, he hurts the knee. Mm-hmm. And remember from week 13, as, as the end of the season approached, we knew the Ravens were going to be in the playoffs, um, but we didn't, really, we didn't really have any distinct, clear Lamar Jackson news. And it, then it got, it got fuzzier as it went on. We're like, are we not going to get any Lamar Jackson news? And so week 18, he didn't even go to practice, and that's when his teammates started to be like, uh, what's going on here? Because we thought, well, at least he'll be back for the playoffs. Right. Until we started saying, are we sure he's going to be back for the playoffs? Because he didn't practice week 18. 
Plus, all those weeks in the middle of the year, Gil, right, where he'd missed, like, Wednesday, Thursday for no reason. Like, he had the flu symptoms or something like that. That's been a Lamar thing here for a while. So then the playoffs come around, right? They're, they're practicing for their game against the Bengals. And I guess now we're January 11th, to be exact on this. I want to get the exact date right here. So January 11th. Then he doesn't show up for practice the week of the Bengals game. And that's when it was like, okay, what's the story here? So the following day, Thursday, this is before the Bengals game, Lamar Jackson comes out. Remember he had that strange tweet at 541 Eastern in the afternoon where where he says, I got a grade two PCL sprain with inflammation surrounding the knee and announced he would not play in the playoff game. That was three days before, two days, whatever it was before the playoff game. And you're like, wow, okay. So, there's clearly something amiss between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens when it came to that injury, because the Ravens were caught off guard by that tweet. And then there's clearly this. What is that? The what is it? Now remember, Lamar Jackson is his own agent here. He does not have an agent. He is his own agent. And so, the issue is Deshaun Watson's deal with the Browns. Deshaun Watson, two hundred and thirty million dollar deal with the Cleveland Browns is what the issue is because according to all sort of reports, and really you can sort of intimate this, what Lamar Jackson wants is that kind of deal. Now he turned down a five-year $250 million contract in September that included a $133 million uh, guaranteed bonus in there far less than Watson's deal per year. Cause remember Watson's four year deal for two thirty, He turned down a five year two fifty. but the five year two fifty was more than the guaranteed figures awarded to Russell Wilson and to Kyler Murray, 124 million, 103.3 million respectively. So you have the Deshaun Watson contract has jacked all of this up. What was the, do you have the Kyler uh, guarantee in front of you? 103.3. Okay. Okay. So the que- so it's kind of easy to speculate here. So he wants Deshaun Watson money at the same rate as Deshaun Watson, right? Four years in that amount. The Ravens are clearly unwilling to buckle to the notion that their division rival is going to set this ridiculous market for quarterbacks. And they're going to be like, no, we'll pay you fair. We'll pay you more than these other guys. And so the question becomes, is there a, can you bridge that gap? And it looks like they can't. And so the, the decision today becomes... Exclusive franchise or non-exclusive? If it is non-exclusive, that means he'll be, uh, it'll be $32.416 million a year for Lamar Jackson, and he would be allowed to speak to other teams. The Ravens would have the right to match any offer sheet or take two first-round picks as compensation for losing him. If they go full exclusive franchise, it's $45 million, and as a done deal, he's with the Ravens. Yeah. But the non-exclusive option, if that happens today... This is going to create massive drama because there's going to be a lot. You would, you would think you never want to assume because you know about assuming it uh, shines poorly on you (laughs) and me. Um, I believe that's what people say. And so, you know, who could come out of the woodwork? Could Atlanta come out? Could Miami come out? You used to interview. I remember you interviewed Lamar Jackson back in the day when you worked in South Florida. He's from that area. He apparently wants to play for the Dolphins. What other teams that we don't know about might come out of the woodwork and say, sure, we'll give you two first-round picks for the right to pay Lamar Jackson his asking price of $230 million over four years, whatever it is? I, man, I, 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 think the, I think the Ravens, I mean, if the Ravens put the non-exclusive tag on him, they're basically accepting the fact that they're losing him, Right. I mean, in my mind, you have to. That's the way they should be thinking. Someone is yep. going to pay that. And, yes, they can match, but I, I don't know. It is an interesting situation. Because are you the Ravens? Are the Ravens, would you prefer every other team in the NFL to basically set his market price? The Ravens are 40-17 and 17 straight up, Kelly, with Lamar Jackson averaging 27.5 points per game. Over the same span, they're 4-9 and nine without him totaling 17.2 points per game. In other words, he's missed 13 games. He's been sidelined for 10 of their past 22 games, including the postseason. But as you're talking about what you're saying between the lines, 
you're nothing in this league without a quarterback nothing. like him. You're nothing. You're nothing. You don't want to become Washington, right? Does my heart good to see Roger Staubach on that graphic. He's sometimes forgotten in the pantheon of great quarterbacks. I'll put him right up there with any of them. By the way, the Ravens right now are plus 250 to win the AFC North, the second betting favorite to win that behind the Bengals. No way I'm touching that if Lamar Jackson is not under center. All right, let's get back to college basketball because the Hall of Famer Chris Andrews joined Gale this morning on a numbers game. Some teams have some leeway with the bubble, and they can actually lose in the conference tournament. Others do not. In these tournaments that, you know, begin today on Tuesday, begin tomorrow. I mean, these are back-to-back-to-back-to-back situations, right, if you keep advancing in these tournaments. And it's one of these quirky things where when we're talking about the big dance, you're almost better off losing early in some of these. And also from a value standpoint, it creates a little extra value. No question about it. I think, you know, if you're a team – you're almost locked into a one or two. And by the way, I think the seedings are very overrated. But like if you're a Kansas, let's mm-hmm. say, you're going to be a, you're probably going to be a one. You know, I mean, if they lose, do they go to a two? I doubt it. You know, uh, I mean, so where's their motivation? You know, and I think they might be better off losing early, yeah. you know, resting up, getting everything, you know, getting all their ducks in a row. You know, nothing, like, nothing they'd ever admit to out loud. Oh, they would never admit yeah. to it. No. And I'm sure Bill Self's going to be out there coaching to win the game. Sure. You know, but it's not going to be life or death for Bill Self. No. And it's also, again, when it happens, right, just like well, on, on Saturday, there's a bunch of big teams that just got blown out. TCU, Baylor, there's a bunch yeah. of teams that got beat bad. And, you know, in the moment, you know how you are, recency bias, the most, uh, most ultimate recency bias, right after the game, you're like, wow, boy, that team, they, they might not be as good as I thought they were. So people are going to inevitably think that yeah. in these conference tournaments if a team gets ousted early, one of the big teams, or one of the uh, you know, teams that are short shots to win it all, and they're like, oh, well, maybe this team, Team X that lost earlier in their conference tournament, you know, you'll just get an incremental bump in their odds to win it all. Yeah. And sometimes that's the best way to play it. Yeah, I, I think you have a, an excellent point. I've seen it over the years. I was trying to think of one year. I don't know. I, I know Kansas won it last year, but I think one of the years they went to the finals that they uh, they lost real early in the tournament. Everybody thought, oh, see, Kansas, they can't win the big yeah. games, blah, blah, blah. And they made a great run in the in the actual tournament. That's, you know, by the way, Kansas, if they win it, they become the first, they would become the first back-to-back NCAA champion since Florida. Florida, yeah. Which was not quite 20 years yeah, ago, but, o- but over 15 yeah. years ago yeah. now. Gil's making me feel old. I was there for one of those uh, back-to-backs for Florida when they beat George Mason back in the mid-2000s on their way to back-to-back national championships. By the way, Kansas is 8-1 to one to repeat uh, that title. And to the point of rest, Gonzaga is going to play uh, their uh, conference tournament final tonight against the uh, against St. Mary's, and they're going to have at least nine days off, even if they play on Thursday to begin March Madness. Gonzaga right now. 20 to 1, possibly to cut down the nets for the first time under Mark View. When we come back, Matt Humans joined the guys this morning to give some of his picks that he likes today and beyond. Come on back. It is Best Bets here on Decent. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone. 
for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is VSIN's Best Bets. Catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN's NBA betting podcast, Hardwood Handicappers, is back. VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel goes through all of the top storylines and betting angles across the association to help you become a smarter NBA better. So download and subscribe to Hardwood Handicappers wherever you get your podcast. Dave Ross back here at South Point Hotel and Casino in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. It's so interesting when you look at teams after they lose an iconic coach, say Duke. Year number one without Coach K. Quietly, John Shires got his team in a pretty good position, possibly to make a run, not just in the ACC tournament, but maybe the big dance. Matt Humans joined the guys this morning on Follow the Money with his thoughts. You like Duke? I can't. Your dear, dear friend Coach K is gone, and you, you think Duke has some upside, and they're also the favorite to win the ACC tournament. Take us through it. Yeah, Duke's a lot more likable now that Coach K's gone. I like John Shire. Uh, I, I did grab three to one on Duke at the uh, Westgate. It's plus two, I think, plus 280, 290, about the best you can grab out there right now. But I think this team's got some upside. I really like Kyle Filipowski, seven-foot freshman. He's a stud. And some of these young uh, guys who were so hyped coming into the season who were, you know, got off to slow starts, coming off injuries over the summer, I think you're seeing a Duke team that's actually starting to peak. Uh, so I do think there's some upside with the Blue Devils, and they're more dependable, uh, I think, than Miami, which uh, the Hurricanes, not good enough defensively for me to buy in here. By the way, Duke was undefeated at home this season. I don't think many people know that, but uh, Duke also has won six in a row. So you're talking about teams that come into the conference tournaments hot. The Blue Devils are one of those. Okay, Big East. This is surprising from a price standpoint. You like UConn? They are in the 4-5. And I want to go against Providence in the first round. No doubt about it. But the quarterfinal game Thursday, 11-30 Pacific, Providence-UConn. You think UConn obviously wins this game, and you like UConn to to, uh, win the Big East tournament? I like UConn a lot. This is a team that's uh, very physical and tough. It's going to be a tough out for anybody. The guards can play a little bit better. But uh, to me, UConn's been the best team in the Big East all season. Villanova's a team that's interesting, too, now. It's going to be a tough path to navigate for Villanova to get to the title game. And 12 to 1s, that price is just not good enough to get me there. Uh, if, you, if you put Villanova up around 18 or 20 to 1, I'd probably bet it, but I can't get there. I think Marquette is uh, really good, but I think UConn's just tougher. And uh, plus, playing at the Garden, Paul, we were talking about yes. that during the break. And uh, the location matters sometimes in these conference tournaments. And I think UConn kind of like Syracuse used to have. I think UConn's got an edge playing at the Garden, so I'm going to go with the Huskies, a plus 220. All right, one long shot and another uh, favorite. Take us through the Big West, which is out here, your pick there, and then you like a, a long shot in the A-10. Yeah, in the Big West, again, it's it's not the, uh, the favorite, which is UC Irvine, but I'm going with UC Santa Barbara. Off a 20-point win over Hawaii to finish the uh, regular season, this is a 24-win team. One four in a row, uh, the number two choice on the odds board, but I think the best team in the conference. A.J. Mitchell is uh, one of the best players in the conference, too. Averages about 16 points a game. And Santa Barbara plus 275 is my pick there. What was the other conference you asked me about? Yeah, You like George Mason, A-10? George Mason's a long shot in the A-10. A team that's the Patriots won six in a row, 25-1 to one to win the conference, which – yeah, you know, Dayton and VCU are the top teams in that conference, but I still feel that it's kind of wide open. And you got three, the Patriots have three really good players, and uh, Josh Oduro, Victor Bailey, and Ronald Polite. And a team kind of flying under the radar here and doesn't have the most difficult path to win this conference. 
You're looking for long shots. I think George Mason at 25 to 1 is a decent one in the A10. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans, our guest host here on the network, uh, senior editor at vsin.com. So, a couple of games that we have on the betting board today Gonzaga won last night against San Francisco out here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, and their fans travel, I mean, exceedingly well to this city every single year. They take it over. There will be thousands upon thousands inside that small arena tonight. That number opened up three and a half, Matt, against St. Mary's. I, what do you think happens with this number today? Because I, in my opinion, it might touch four, but I don't think sharp money will let it go uh, beyond that. Where are you at with that game? Yeah, you're right. I, I thought two and a half, so three and a half or four, you would get, uh, I think you would get sharp money on the Gales. I bet Gonzaga minus 120 to win this conference tournament before it started. Tim Murray and I talked about this on the VSIN College Basketball betting podcast last week. I thought 120 would be a good number if you got to the title game against uh, St. Mary's. I think the money line right now is minus 140 or 145. So you're getting a, a little discount there, but Zags just have more ways to beat you. And uh, they have veterans, guys like Drew Timmy and Julian Strother who um, have been here and done that. And St. Mary's is a little bit younger. And actually I watched start to finish both games between these teams this season. Gonzaga outplayed St. Mary's the first time in Moraga for the first 37 minutes, ended up losing in overtime. And then one last, uh, a week ago, Saturday, 77-68 in Spokane. Since February 1st, Gonzaga is number one in college basketball in adjusted offensive efficiency. I think St. Mary's is very limited on the offensive end, and um, I'm not as high on St. Mary's as a lot of people. I like the Zags to get, get the win tonight, but I certainly don't want to lay uh, more than three points. Okay, uh, going back to the last game of the regular season for the Fighting Irish, uh, they played their guts out for Mike Bray's last game yep. at home. That was senior night, and they had a hell of – and by the way, Notre Dame, all year long, they've been one of the worst teams in the country covering numbers. <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh -huh. they were the best team in the country covering numbers in the entire country. So now that we're in the ACC tournament, does that continue as they're catching seven tonight against Fatek? Well, I've, I've been betting Notre Dame. I bet Notre Dame three times down the stretch and cash with them. They, they've come up short in some of those games. did beat Pitt in Mike Bray's final home game last week. The thing that's interesting, I can't believe that Notre Dame has been this bad this season, 3-17 and 17 in the Big East, because, or excuse me, in the ACC. Because when you look at Notre Dame, you got four seniors who play heavy minutes on this team. Goodwin, uh, Lashevsky, Ryan, Wirtz, all these guys have been leaders for Mike Bray's team the past uh, few years. I thought Notre Dame was going to be a top 30 team this season. It's been really disappointing. But like I said, the Irish have continued to fight down the stretch. And I think this being the end for Mike Bray, you're going to get the best effort out of Notre Dame. It was a hangover performance against Clemson on Saturday. It was no surprise to see Notre Dame get blown out in this game. I think you're going to see Notre Dame fight here in the ACC tournament opener. And uh, I'll take seven. It's seven and a half out there at BetMGM, but it looks like seven across the market. And I think uh, the Irish are going to be the side tonight. Okay, one other game. You like Stephen F. Austin against Utah Tech, and it appears that this number could be moving this morning. Who do you, you who do you like here? Uh, late three was Stephen F. Okay. Austin. Their their best player, uh, his last name's Hall. Can't even pronounce his first name. He's got about twelve letters in it, but he's their top player. He's coming back. He missed the season ender, and you got Hawkins and Jostle, who are two other really good players. You got a big three for Stephen F. Austin and. Utah Tech was a 5-13 and 13 team in the WAC. Stephen F. Austin won 11 games and won 85-72 at Utah Tech in early January. I was surprised the number was this cheap, so I'll lay three with the Lumberjacks. I mean, all that love for Duke, say it ain't so, Matt Humans. Amal Shaw, who's going to get ready to go with sharp money here with Patrick Meyer, I know he's a big Dukey guy now because Coach K is gone. So everybody can root for Duke once again. By the way, the Dukey's 50-1 to to cut down the nets if you really think they can make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. But the ACC tournament, and Matt Humans alluded to it there, he really likes their chances. Look at their draw here. So it looks like Wake Forest, Syracuse, of course, Syracuse will get that win. Then they might be up against number one Miami, but Duke's going to get the winner of Florida State in Georgia Tech, which is in action right now. Florida State up early. They would play Pittsburgh, and Duke would get the winner of said game. So if you think the Dukies can make a run 3-1 to, to win the ACC tournament, maybe not 
a bad wager. Now, back to the NFL very quickly in the time we have uh, left here on Best Bets. And again, it's coming down to the hour, to the witching hour here in Baltimore. They're going to have about a, just over an hour as we speak right now to figure out what they're going to do with Lamar Jackson. But also in New York with the Giants and Danny Dimes. He's going to get a lot of dimes, apparently. We see all the big contracts now with Derek Carr and the money he's making in New Orleans. I just wonder if Brian Dable really wants to go down the road of giving a big deal to Daniel Jones and be tied to him for the foreseeable future. So only time will tell what they're going to do with the quarterback situation in New York. But remember, this will all be these dominoes that go into April's draft next month. So figure out teams before you put those bets down in the futures markets of which team's going to have a rookie quarterback and which team's going to go to get a veteran. Are the Raiders really in play for Aaron Rodgers? And if not, is it Jimmy Garoppolo? And at 13 to one to win the West next year, is that number good enough for you to take a bite on if it's Garoppolo and not Aaron Rodgers? So we'll find out all of these moving parts in the quarterback carousel that is the NFL. Don't go anywhere. We're done with this edition of Best Bets, but Sharp Money up next with Patrick and Amal here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.